Together we're the, the deep, deep fried geeks. geeks. Oh, what's with the voice? It's my Ultron voice. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> nice. and, to, and together, oh wait, we already did that part. Oh, yep. we can my eyes are on movies, comics, and TV shows, general geek news. How you doing, Tommy? I'm doing good. I guess that was a good Ultron voice. Do it again. If I wanted to talk about Ultron, I would talk like this, so it sounds menacing and yet robotic at the same time. That was nice. Don't you have a James Spader impersonation too, though? Is it? No. No, really. you don't have one? Okay. This Ooh. is very difficult to do. Ant-Man trailer. Ant-Man. Um, Alright, so we just got done watching Avengers Age of Ultron. Age of Ultron. Tron. Put it in our eyes. We put it in our ears. Put earbuds in our ears. Yeah. Uh, it was an interesting ride. Yeah. So I think we both kind of... Um, so if you haven't joined us in a while... This is how every every week we are watching a, a Marvel movie on the way to Infinity War. We're recording a commentary track as we watch the movie for you guys want that want to, uh, if you want to listen to us, watch it and make fun of it mostly, right? Yeah, mostly just joking around yeah. the whole time. Having fun. <laughs> and then we also do a quick review as a reminder to ourselves how we like the movie. Yeah. So you are on our review track. So... This might have been the longest Marvel movie we've had yeah, yet. Yeah, I think so, yeah. By about like 20 minutes or so. Yeah. Um, didn't I wasn't falling asleep during this one. Nope. Like, like last week. What was last week's movie? Last week was Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Well, why I was falling asleep during Guardians, I don't know. I don't know. Um, you'd think I would have fallen asleep during this one when they escaped to the farm. Because <laughs> it's fucking awful. Yes, we know you hate that part. <laughs> <laughs> And you would think I like that part because I like like when people chew chew scenery yeah. and I like dialogue and stuff. It just goes on way too long, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, which is a little annoying. Um, so let's go ahead and start with uh, what's your favorite thing about this movie? My favorite things are. It's a great t- to see all the heroes back together again. I do love that. The fight scenes were amazing with all the, yes. the superheroes. And the beginning where they're fighting against Hydra uh, or offshoot of Hydra. And Even they, though the CGI was pretty awful in it some wasn't parts. The best, but it was still pretty good. But the end scene where they're fighting all the Ultron drones and the falling Sokovia, that is one mm. of my favorite parts. Also, I th- even though they kind of bastardize his creation Ultron I loved Ultron James Spader voiced Ultron and it was perfect yeah I liked when he was chewing scenery a lot because it made him very maniacal mm-hmm. and it just gave him a, a, a sophistication to his voice yeah which James Spader can do very well so fight scenes Ultron and team and the team coming back together. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my my favorite parts are probably the fight scenes, but mainly for me the Hulkbuster. Yep. And that Hulk part, fight that scene. part is amazing. Uh, that movie's worth the whole thing just because of for that scene. Which was um, longer. Yeah, I wish it was longer too. 
Um, just cut out the farm scene. Just more Hulk. <laughs> right? Just an hour-long Hulk and Hulkbuster yep. fight scene. Amazing. Um, I, I did enjoy the addition of the twins a little bit. Because it's kind of the first time we saw superpowers in the, you know, like, like that. Not like Thor and his thunder. Right, because Thor is kind of like a god or yeah. an alien. So it's the first time we kind of see, in the Marvel Universe, it's the first time we see humans with powers, really. Yeah, uh, you're, other than you're right. Cap, who... He's just, just he's stronger, strong. but that's all based on, you know, the super soldiers. Yeah, so it's the first time we kind of see super speed and whatever her superpowers hex are. magic, whatever yeah. it is. Um, so I did enjoy the additions of the twins, and um, there is a lot of good dialogue in this movie. Mm-hmm. So I did really like the dialogue. I liked a lot of the scenes where James Spader is preaching, and he's talking about Tony, and Trying to realize, make everybody realize that Tony's the evil one. Mm-hmm. And I like the, speed, the talks between Cap and Iron Man are always amazing. And the tension between them is always a lot of fun. They're definitely building up to Civil War. So, so I, did, I did like that. Now, for me, the things I didn't like, I think greatly outnumber the things that I liked. It's probably usual. Yeah. <laughs> um... I think one of my biggest issues with this movie is the pacing. Um, it starts off kind of fun with that first you fight. You start scene. off in a battle, basically. You start off in a battle, but it doesn't last long. No. And then it just slows down for a while. It's got some cool scenes in there, but then it kind of picks, speeds up, and then it slows down, and then it speeds up, and then it slows down. And it just it gets you excited for stuff, and then it just drops the excitement, I feel. And it does that a lot. And for me, leading into my next least favorite thing is when they drop the excitement and momentum the most is during the farm scene. And I get that the farm scene has to show them kind of breaking apart and them struggling and stuff. But I didn't like that all of a sudden Hawkeye has a magic family. It just seemed too coincidental. It yeah. felt like the the writer Joss Whedon just needed somewhere for them to go. So he's like, oh... I'll just make Hawkeye have a family. Um, and that was kind of annoying. And then how everybody had their own serious moment. Like, it was like, okay, now we're going to have this, these two talk. Hawkeye and his wife have a serious moment. And then we're going to have uh, Bruce Banner and Black Widow have this long-ass moment. And then a serious moment. And then Tony is going to have a serious moment with Cap. And then Thor is going to have his brooding moment with Eric Selvig. And then we're going to have another brooding moment with uh, Sam Jackson, Nick Fury, and Cap. And it just went on way too long. Yeah. And so that really kind of bothered me. Um, that kind of leads into... I just have so many complaints. I'll try not to go on forever. And that leads into... Uh, the other thing that I really didn't like was the love relationship between Black Widow and Hulk. It seemed very forced to me and out of nowhere. I mean, I'm not a big... I don't question it being out of nowhere. It's just, it does seem really forced. Yeah. And in the moments, and I... I got... You kind of brought up the commentary that she is detached because she's a spy. But her her emotions of being loved, it just doesn't seem convincing to mm-hmm. 
Um, and that whole moment between them and the farm, that had to have been at least six, seven minutes. Yeah. And it could have been two minutes and it would have been okay. Um, so that kind of bugged me. And then my other big problem with writing was the very end where the island's up in the air and all of a sudden Nick Fury appears with this magical helicarrier. Just out of nowhere since he dusts off the cobwebs and then fucking War Machine, who we hadn't seen for an hour and a half, just comes back. Yeah. So where was War Machine during the whole movie? We saw him at the beginning briefly and then he just disappeared. It's, so all his friends know. are being attacked and killed, and he's nowhere around. It, 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 to be fair, let's let's break this down. So the Battle of Sokovia has been running for about, let's say, ten minutes at this point. Okay. And so, let's say I was in a fight at Home Depot, and you were here. Would it take you ten minutes to get to Home Depot? No. It took them about ten minutes to get there, so that's impressive to time. To Sokovia. Yeah. Where Across were the they world. during everything that happened before Sokovia? Doing S.H.I.E.L.D. stuff. Where was War Machine? Doing S.H.I.E.L.D. stuff. What's more, what more important S.H.I.E.L.D. stuff is there to do? Tony didn't other invite than him help in. the Avengers. Tony's always trying to fix the world himself. But at that point, he was kind of an Avenger. Really? He was in the whole first movie in the first fight scene. Was he? War Machine wasn't in the first no. fight scene. So then how does it he was... magically appear to the hammer scene? Because they were having a party at the Avengers Mansion. Okay. A, so ve- a veterans party. Because there was a bunch of veterans right. there. And Rhodey so, is a veteran. So he sees his friends get attacked by a killer robot. And then he just disappears for an hour? He's doing intelligence. I don't know. Yeah. You're, you're stretching. You're trying to defend a stupid part of the movie. I think you're focusing way too much on a stupid part. It's <laughs> a dumb part. It's, Why it does doesn't that make matter any so sense. much? Because, because Joss Whedon used... Use this tool to for a plot point to save his ass in writing because ultimately his whole plot and the whole Sokovia thing was stupid. Like, really, why didn't he just get fucking nuclear bombs and and cause a natural disaster for nuclear bombs? Because Ultron, like when they kind of talk about it in the movie, Ultron didn't want to extinguish them, the human race. He wanted them to get to their next evolutionary state. So if he radiated the entire planet, they would all die. So they're not all going to die by a flood? A flood? Not all of them. Noah didn't die. Just Noah. Yeah, (laughs) six of them will survive. So uh, that was a big problem for me. Um, And then the whole... I I guess the whole Thor side story of the Infinity War thing just seemed a little forced too. Like they're like, oh, we gotta lead into Infinity War. That, so that's let's... one of my big things is that they stopped becoming about Ultron's gonna destroy the world, and it became about uh, it's Infinity right. Stones and Infinity War. Yeah. What were so since you have a difference in opinion on some of my least favorite things, what were your least favorite things? It's just it stopped becoming the Age of Ultron, and it became Infinity War Part One. Yeah. Like, oh, this is an Infinity Stone, and blah, 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 blah. And, and they're so explaining bad. the Infinity Stones and everything. <coughs> Me, in my sense. head, I'm like, well, whoop de damn do. What are you going to do about this big evil robot that's about to destroy <laughs> the world? Who cares about the Infinity Stones? We'll deal with that later. Destroyed, right? Okay. Anything else? I don't like how they created Ultron and Vision. Okay. 
So Ultron is a byproduct of Hank Pym and Tony Stark to create. This the concept is the same to yeah. create Ultron as the ultimate peacekeeping machine. Because Hank Pym in the comics was all about peace. He was yes. a pacifist. He was very pacifistic. He didn't uh-huh. want to fight. That's where that kind of alter ego of Yellow Jacket came from, which we'll talk about that when we get to Ant Man. Um, and he developed Ultron to be the end all be all hero, so that way they can yeah. completely. Unify the world and bring peace. And if I remember right, Ultron was good for a good little a bit. Good little bit, yes. Until he found out that humanity can't protect itself and it's chaos, yeah. so he has to take over the world. So in, in this, they just sped it up by him seeing the internet. Yeah, basically, I guess in the other way, internet. he saw Pornhub.com and he was like, "Oh God, <laughs> what is he doing? What are they doing to each other?" Um, Tony, and, Tony, you're all over Pornhub. <laughs> and, he saw, and he saw World War Two. <laughs> That's it. Pornhub and World War Two, and it's like humanity bad. Nazis and, and gangbangs. Oh my- <laughs> <laughs> it's too much for <laughs> Um. Okay, and so yeah, and then they and the vision. Ultron creates vision. So in the comic books, Ultron creates vision to be his vision of the future. Because yeah. for some reason, I guess Ultron doesn't picture himself lasting forever. I'm not too sure why. And so he creates vision as his beacon and what his next generation will be like. But yeah. vision turns on him and helps the Avengers defeat him. In this version, they steal Ultron's future body and then they put Jarvis in it and all of a sudden, boop, he's now yeah. vision. It would have made more sense if Ultron, closer to the beginning, instead of destroying Jarvis, he corrupted Jarvis. Yeah. So if Ultron corrupted Jarvis, and then they quickly had him create a body, put him in the body, and then had Vision fighting the Avengers, yeah. and, and then, then maybe Vision, have Tony and then Jarvis. creating some kind of thing to, to clear or, Jarvis. Or, or Jarvis himself sees the error of the ways, which is kind of what happens in the comic, is Vision yeah. sees what Ultron's doing is not right. Yeah, and that would have made more sense, and it would have, and it would have given, it would have taken away the farm probably too. Yeah, because they would have been fighting Vision, and then they could have gone, and Tony could have had maybe Tony goes back to the kid, right? So maybe they need a safe house, yeah. and they go back to the little kid from, from Iron, Iron Man, Man 3. Three. No, that's no, no, no. That wouldn't be, be that wouldn't be better That's than not, the farm. We're just trying to pretend Iron Man three didn't happen. <laughs> Good point. Um, so, w- what is your overall a one out of ten stars? What would you give it? I give it a seven. It's still got a lot of fun elements, a lot of Marvel esque elements that I like. It's just the those. You think the stuff. fight scenes and the humor and the yeah dialogue kill out the plot point the plot holes. It's not a 10, and the plot holes are the stuff that you worry about, not me. Yeah. I would give it a... I'd give it a 6, because as a popcorn flick and as just a fun movie, it works. Um, I think at this point, they're building us up so much. And this is where the hype kind of starts to take over because we could, we saw in the past of how good things could be and how close to the comics things could get. Yeah. And this is where they kind of 
This is the first movie where they really kind they of start getting away field, yeah. and just doing whatever they want. And I'm okay with that to a certain point, but when you start changing characters' core origins and core of who they are, it starts to be a little yeah. annoying. And when you just start using it as their names as propaganda almost yep. to get fanboys excited. Strucker and the Maximoff twins are just... Right, and, just and then there. why call it Age of Ultron? Because if you're taking a comic book name and you're taking it from the Age of Ultron comic, you're making people automatically think and go out and read the Age of Ultron comic and thinking that it's going to be along that lines, and it's nothing like it. No. And so why not just call it something different? The Rise of Ultron. Rise of Ultron. Like that that would have been a good name. Attack of Ultron. No. Uh, we said, oh, weekend at Ultron. Weekend at Ultron. <laughs> <laughs> like a give a whole weekend of Bernie thing where they destroy Ultron and they use his corpse to do stuff. Yeah. Fall of humanity. The fall of humanity. Nah. No. Nah. Yeah, I like Rise of Ultron. That's better. I think Rise of Ultron is good. Because then they could always... Because essentially Ultron could still come back if they want. He could. Like, I could picture him saving himself on a flash drive somewhere. <laughs> it's just hidden. it's a little Tony Stark flash drive. Yeah, and so until someone accidentally plugs <laughs> it into a computer and he funny. just uploads himself again. Yeah, that's hilarious. Um, and then uh, and then we'll, we still need to release our our list because we haven't done that yet. I just updated it, so okay. Um, for me, I think this falls pretty close to the bottom. It's it's on the bottom of mine, too. Yeah, I think the only the ones for bottom. me that are probably worse are Iron Man 3 and Incredible Hulk. Yeah, mine, too. Yeah. It's number third from the bottom. Um, still fun, though. Still trucking along on the road to Infinity War. So what's our next one, Tom? Our next movie is Ant-Man. Ant Man's the next one. Ant-Man I'm looking is, forward to that. Ant Man is the next is the last movie of Phase Two. Okay, I think I've only seen Ant Man once. I've seen it. I think I've only seen it once too in theaters. Okay, all right. I, I have it. Ant Man was a lot of fun. It was fun. Uh, well because Ant Man, I'm pretty sure it was made to be action comedy. So yeah. this one didn't skew too much by saying action adventure was a comedy. And right, it, and it is. Um, and it's uh, it was another one of the ones where everybody kind of thought. Well, they have to have a really... They have to have a bomb somewhere. Something has to absolutely not work and not make any money. Yeah. And people were betting on Guardians. Mm-hmm. And that was a huge, massive success. And then they were betting on Ant-Man. I don't think Ant-Man was a huge, massive success. It wasn't as big as, like, Guardians, per se, but it was still good. It was still decent. It was yeah. fun. A little, um, little side romp in the Marvel Universe. Yeah, so if you want to keep up with, uh, with us until next week, or even listen to some past episodes... Or if you haven't started watching the movies and you want to start now, you can find all that stuff on any of our social media pages. Right oh, now. yeah. Where can we find that, Matt? I'm throwing on you this time. Oh, <laughs> you can go to Facebook and find us on there, Deep Fried Geeks. You can go to social media. I already Facebook said so. is social media, yeah. but all You right. can go to Twitter, uh-huh. at Deep Fried Geeks. Yeah. You can find us on Instagram. Instagram, we post more like food pictures and yeah. stuff. Uh, but then you can also find us on Podbean. Stitcher, you can download episodes, stuff like and that. iTunes. Remember, if you have an iPhone, the best way to for a pod listen to podcasts is you can subscribe to us on iTunes, yep. and that way every week it just downloads right to your phone. It's your boing oh, boing. Got us in your pocket. That's right. We're gonna infect your phone like Ultron. <laughs> we we promise we won't. We won't put a virus on there. Or put viruses on there. 
bookmark. All right. If, and then if you have any comments, if you want to share your opinion on these movies, uh, talk about a point that maybe we missed, you can always talk to us at uh, deepfriedgeeks at gmail.com. That's our right. Email. We want to hear your feedback. Yes. All right, Tom. Hey, guess what? What? Keep calm, man. And geek out. Ultron on.